The Solution Word with Pastor Adama Segbeji. Pastor Adama has a passion to uplift people and see the body of Christ excel. His aim, to bring hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. In this message, you will learn. And if God creates and I'm a child of God, that means within me, I have the creative abilities of the creative DNA of my father. All right, if you're ready for the word, please turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. The book of Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. I read, the Bible says, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And we are blessed by the reading of God's word. I'm starting a new series that I have titled, The Creative Force of Faith the creative force of faith. Please understand that God is a spirit. The Bible says, Jesus said in the book of John chapter 4 verse 24, Jesus said, God is a spirit. And they that worship him, that is worship God, must worship him in spirit and in truth. In spirit and in truth. So what that simply means is that everything that comes from God comes in a spirit form. Everything that comes from God comes in a spirit form. Why? Because God is a spirit. So therefore, if God is a spirit, that implies that you and I are first and foremost spirit beings. Because the Bible says in the book of 1 John 5, 4, it says, whatsoever is born of God, or whosoever is born of God, overcomes the world. And what overcomes the world is this, this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Even our faith. And so if we are children of God, that therefore means that we are born of the spirit and not of the flesh. Remember the Bible says in the book of Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, God said, let us make man in our own image, in our own image. Now when God says let us make man in our own image, what God was basically saying is that let us make man in our spiritual image. Not our physical image. Why? Because God is a spirit. God said let us make man in our image. After our likeness and let them have dominion over the what? Over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, 
and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. In other words, God wants you to have dominion over creeps. Say amen to that. There are three areas from this scripture that God wants us to have dominion over. Number one, God wants us to have dominion over the sea. God wants us to have dominion over the sea. And when we talk about the sea, sea water comes to mind. Sea water simply makes us to know that we are talking about salt. And Jesus says in the book of Matthew chapter 5 verse 13, Jesus said, you are the salt of the earth. Not you are going to be the salt. He said, you are the salt of the earth. And what does salt do? Salt preserves. Salt preserves. Salt preserves. So that means Jesus said, we are supposed to preserve this earth. So number one, we are supposed to have dominion over the sea. Number two, we are supposed to have dominion over the air. Dominion over the air. When we talk about the air, we are talking about light. We are talking about influence. Jesus therefore also said in Matthew chapter 5 verse 14, Jesus said, you are the light of the earth. You are the light of what? The world. You are the light of the world. And please understand that for light to have influence, it's what what stage has to be increased. You can be a 40 watt light and influence the whole of Crawley. You can be a 100 watt light and influence the whole of London. You can be a floodlight and influence the whole of the UK or the whole of the Euro, Europe, or the whole of the world. Now, if Jesus said we are the light of the world, that means he's not talking about floodlights. He's talking about something greater than the floodlight. Remember, the Bible says that, and God made the sun and the moon to divide the evening from the day. The sun has the ability to influence the whole earth. The light of the sun, right or wrong. So what Jesus in effect is saying is that we are supposed to be more brighter than the sun. And this year, I see you influencing nations. Let me hear a living amen. I said this year, I see you influencing nations. In the name of Jesus. So the scripture we read from the book of Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. The Bible says that in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. God created. The word created then means that our father is a creator. Our father is a creator or a creator. That means within God, there are creative skills in him. And if God creates, and I'm a child of God, that means within me, I have the creative abilities of the creative DNA of my father. So the Bible says that in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. I want you to understand 
that God created what he wanted. He created what he wanted to see. That's why it's important for you this year to create what you want to see. And for that to happen, we have to understand the creative force of faith. Now, how did God create the world? How did God create heaven and earth? He did that by first saying something. He did that by doing what? By saying something. So that means if I'm going to be a creative Christian this year, I have to be careful what I say. Why? Because what I say creates my will. Whether intentionally or unintentionally. What I say creates my will. Because the Bible says in the book of Genesis chapter 2 verse 19. The Bible says after God created everything. After God made all the animals. He brought them to Adam to see what Adam will call them. And whatsoever Adam named them, that was their name thereof. In other words, Adam inherited the creative genes, the creative DNA of God to also say, this is a lion. And God never changed the name. Oh, let me hear a good amen. Amen. So this year, you are going to create some stuff. I said this year, you are going to create some stuff. You are going to create some good stuffs into your life. The old days are gone. The old year is gone. It's a new season to create. I said it's a new season to create. We will see the creative abilities of God come alive in your life this year. I said it will come alive in your life this year. In the name of Jesus. Please understand that without faith, nothing, nothing can be created. That's why faith is important. Hebrews chapter 1, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 to 3, the Bible says that now faith is, not tomorrow, when? Now. Not next week, when? Now. That means faith is for now. If it is not now, it's not faith. It says now faith is. So if you are going to engage the creative force of faith this year, you can't say tomorrow I will become. No. You say now I am. Now I am blessed. Now I am rich. Now I am healed. Now I am love. For those of you who don't love, you say now I am love. Glory be to God. I said glory be to God. So the Bible says that now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Oh, I love that. I could just stay there for the whole year. It says by faith the elders obtained a good report. What do we see in the world? Bad report. You go to the doctors, bad report. You go to work, bad report. Everywhere you go, bad report. But you can use faith.
to bring in, to rake in good report. I see you having good report this year. Your children will have a good report this year. Your organization will have a good report this year. Every negative report written about your children, they are nullified today. They are canceled today. In the name of Jesus Christ. Why? Because we have the creative force of faith so we can recreate what we want. So the Bible says that through faith, the elders obtain a good report. Verse 3 of Hebrews chapter 11. The Bible says that through faith, not through knowledge, not through prayer, not through fasting, all of these things are good. But it says through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. That's what God did in Genesis 1.1. In the beginning, God created. God framed the heaven and the earth. Now, to frame there means to pick a picture that you love. And frame it. Pick a picture of your future. And frame it now. Oh, I feel like jumping up. Pick a good image. Pick a good picture. See yourself lying there on the beach of Barbados. <laughs> and just frame. You might not have a passport now, but see yourself flying business class. You might not have a house now, but see yourself living frame a seven bedroom mansion. Oh, glory be to God. Am I preaching to a living truth this morning? See yourself. So the Bible says that through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Now how many of you have pictures in your houses? You have lots of pictures. Now I'm sure you have thousands and thousands on your phone. Those of you who love selfie. Now there's something you called Aziz. You put a few people in the picture. It's no longer a selfie. Aziz. Or Asfil. Whatever it is. <laughs> now, when you take those pictures, you look through them. You flick through them. You flick through the pictures. You look through the pictures. And then guess what happens? You pick the ones that you love. And what do you do? You frame them. Framing costs you a little bit more, but it makes the picture more beautiful. Isn't that right? So the Bible says that through faith, we understand that the world were framed by the word of God. What you need to understand as a Christian is that no one has the power to frame your life. You have the power to frame your world. No man or no woman can curse you. 
You see, people go around and say, oh, pastor, pray for me. Uh, I feel like there's a curse. No, no, no one can curse you. If you know what Jesus did for you on the cross, the Bible says in the book of Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14, it says Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Jesus has redeemed you from the curse of the law. Being made a curse for us, for it is written, curse is everyone that hangs on the tree. So the moment Jesus destroyed that curse 2,000 years ago, you became curse free. That's why Colossians chapter 3, verse 3, it says, you are dead. Your life is dead. And this dead life is hid in Christ. And it says Christ is hid in God. Now, if, oh glory, let, let, me, let me demonstrate this to you. Now, I want you to understand, this is you, this is Jesus, and this is God. For the purposes of analogy, right? The Bible says in the book of Colossians 3.3, 3, it says, your life is dead. And that dead life that he's talking about is the resurrected Christian life. It says that life is hid where? In Christ. Who can you see? Can you see you? You can't see you because your life is hid where? In Christ. And the Bible went further and said, Christ is hid where? In God. Who can you see now? Can the devil defeat God? Can the devil defeat Christ? If the devil can defeat God, if the devil can defeat Christ, Guess what? The devil can't defeat you. Oh, let me hear a living amen. The devil can't defeat you. No curse can work in your life because you are hidden in Christ and Christ is hidden in God. Somebody shout hallelujah. So I say, why is he screaming like this? I'm preaching to five million people. I'm framing my future now. Hallelujah. So you've got to understand that it took faith for the world to be framed. So start framing your future. Start framing what you want to see. Parents, be careful what you call your children. Be careful. I got an amen this side, so let me preach to these people. But I don't get amen. I don't preach to you people. <laughs> Be careful what you say to your children. Because you will have whatsoever you say. How can you get up and say, oh, oh, you are like your father. Your father is good for nothing. How can you say that to your children? Your father, your father, your father is good for nothing. You are so you are good for nothing. <laughs> Now, if the father is good for nothing, you don't expect the children to be good for nothing. You expect them to be good for something. Yes. Say what you want. Because you not, what you need to understand is that the language of faith. You see, in the faith world, there is nothing like, oh, I'm just playing. Angels don't understand playing. 
they don't understand it. They don't understand jokes. So whatever you say, that's what they will deliver to you. When I go to a restaurant, I'm a good Christian. I don't drink. Praise God. Hallelujah. (laughs) That's nothing against you Christians who drink. Praise God. Now, now, Jesus, Jesus still loves you the way you are. So I say, if, if we are not supposed to drink as Christians, why did Jesus turn water into wine in John? <laughs> uh, hallelujah. <laughs> uh, my wife was sharing a story with me of um, she was working somewhere and the lady said the pharmacist who was working the day before gave them so much uh, stress. That the moment she doesn't drink, the moment she got home, she went for. <laughs> she went for. She went looking for some spirits. <laughs> stress, stress. She was so stressful, stressful. Now I don't drink, but when I go to a restaurant that the waiter or the waitresses don't know me, and I say, "Can I have a?" Uh, what are the hard spirits? Gin, gin, eh? Brandy. Brandy. Is that not somebody's, is a singer? Is Brandy not a singer? No, it's not? How do you know? How do you know? The choir is, is saying, the choir knows Brandy. We need to check, you know. Maybe we need to start. Okay, let me not go there. Now, when I go to a, a restaurant and I tell the waiter or waitresses, can I have brandy? And I'm joking. They don't know that I'm joking. Guess what? They'll bring me brandy. Angels don't understand joke. If you open your mouth and say, today I'm broke, you will be broke. Angels will bring you broke. If you wake up and said, oh, I'm stressed. Stressed. Angels will look for stress from everywhere in the world and they'll bring it to your address. Because angels don't understand joke. This year, as we set the year, you've got to be careful what you say. When you look at Genesis chapter 1 verse 2, the Bible says that after God created the heaven and the earth, guess what happened? Darkness showed up. The earth was without form and void. Darkness showed up and God said, no, this is not what I created. And then verse 3, and the Bible said, and God said, let there be light. God doesn't want the darkness. Now, what I want you to understand is that even though there was darkness, God never mentioned darkness. So, that means as a believer this year, you don't empower anything negative. You can go to the doctors, they might give you a negative report, but don't confess the negative report because what you confess, you will have. This is our month of... Do you know what this month is? This is our month of... (laughs) Are you ready for this? It's a month of see it, say it, 
have it. How do you see it? You see it in the realm of the spirit. See what you want. And then once you've seen it spiritually, you say it. And then once you say it, you'll have it. I see you having whatsoever you say this year. Oh, let me hear a living amen. I see you having that husband this year. I see you having that wife this year. I see you having that promotion this year. I see you having that house this year. This is your year of dominion. I said this is your year of dominion. In the name of Jesus. So quickly as we get ready to close. What is faith? What is faith? My definition of what faith is that is faith is believing that God will do whatsoever he says he will do. That's what faith is. Faith is simply defined as believing that God will do whatsoever he says he will do. Mark chapter 9 verse 23. Jesus said unto the man, if thou can believe all things are possible to them that believeth. How many things are possible? How many things are possible? All things. So that means faith makes all things possible. This is your year of possibility. Last year they said you couldn't have that house, but this year you will have it. Last year they said you couldn't have that job, but this year you will have it. I'm telling you because faith makes all things possible. If you can believe. Can you believe God? Take the limitation off. Believe God for something big. Dream big this year. Abraham went about telling everybody, I'm the father of many nations. They looked at him and said, oh, look at this old man. This old man have no child and they say he's the father of many nations. What was he doing? He was believing and declaring what God says about him. You start declaring what you want this year. Somebody will say, oh, but I can't see it. Well, they can't see it. But you can see. When the enemy came against Elisha and Gehazi, Elisha could see the host of angels of God. But Gehazi couldn't see it. Gehazi couldn't see. All Gehazi could see is the enemy. uh, Elisha prayed for him and said, God, open his eyes that he may see. And when God opened his eyes, he said, ah, those that are with us are more than those that are against us. The fact that they can't see what you see doesn't mean you are lying. Are you following what I'm saying? Now I see five million this morning in solution. You might not be able to see it, but that's what I see. I see you blessed. I see presidents in this church. I see prime ministers in this church. I see blessed men and blessed women in this church. He said, Pastor, what can you see in the church? I see a church that is going global. I see a church that is on every television network. 
23 verse 19, the Bible says that God is not a man that he should lie. Neither a son of man that he should repent. As he said and will he not do it? As he spoken, and shall he not bring it to pass? God is not a man. God can't lie. He says what he means and he means what he says. He says what he means and he means what he says. Jesus said to them, pour water into the water, water pots. They wanted wine. Jesus said, pour water. Does it make sense? No. You want wine? Jesus said, I'm calling this water into wine. God means what he says, and he says what he means. You might have gone to the doctors and the doctors might have said you have cancer. But God says you are cancer free. Amen. God says you are free from every cancer. Amen. Why? Because God means what he says and he says what he means. Amen. Quickly as we get ready to close. How does faith come? Romans ten seventeen. The Bible says that so then faith comes by hearing and hearing what? The word of God. Please hear me, the victorious Christian life can only be lived by faith. That's why four times in the Bible, the Bible says that the just shall live by his faith. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4. Romans chapter 1 verse 17. It says the just shall live by faith. Galatians chapter 3 verse 11. It says the just shall live by faith. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 38. It says now the just shall live by faith. So that means the only way you are going to be victorious this year. Is to live by faith. Not by fear. The world wants to put fear in you. But we walk by faith. And hear me. Faith and fear comes the same way. So you have to be careful what you hear this year. Be careful what you listen to. Be careful who you are listening to. Because fear and faith comes the same way. Fear comes by hearing. And hearing the words of the devil. Faith comes by hearing. And hearing the words of God. And please understand. That living by faith. Is the only thing that pleases God. Hebrews 11 verse 6. It says without faith. It is impossible to please God. Do you want to please God this year? You have to live by faith. You have to live by faith. So as I submit to you this morning. As we conclude this message. Laying the foundation. I want you to understand. That within us. There is a creative force. Within us, we have the ability to create our future. So start creating your future now. Don't allow anybody to determine where you can live, how you can live, and where you can go. That power is within you. 
Remember your father creates. Therefore you can also create. If your children are not behaving the way you want them to behave. Start creating the future you want for them. Start declaring over their lives. In their sleep. Start saying you behave. You be a good boy. You be the head and not the tail. You will be a great man. You will be a great daughter. Start declaring to their future. Don't accept the negative reports of the world. Decree what you want. And you will see what you want in your life. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Did you receive it this morning? Oh come on. Let's give Jesus a praise. Give him the highest praise. Because we are walking by faith. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to The Solution Word by Pastor Adama Segbeji. For prayer or further details, please call us on 01293-885000. Or why not visit us this Sunday at 10 a.m. at Solution, Barnfield Road, Northgate, Crawley, RH10, 8HQ. Your experience at Solution is sure to be a time of great blessing. Solution, bringing hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. 